Happy New Year. This is Elizabeth Smith-McCrossan here to provide you with my weekly constituency MLA update for Cumberland North. Today is Monday, January the 2nd, the beginning of a brand new year, a year of opportunities, 2023. I am honored to continue to be your member of the Legislative Assembly for Cumberland North, representing you being your voice in the Nova Scotia Provincial Legislature. My mission as your MLA for Cumberland North continues to be to represent you and to be your voice. I'm an independent MLA and I work for you, representing true democracy as it should be. Building on a foundation of truth and justice, determination and dedication, honesty and being a servant leader and empowering all people, each and every person that lives here. Together, I believe that you and I together as a community can build on the strength of our veterans before us and stand firm on four pillars, those being excellence in healthcare, poverty reduction, caring for our mother earth, entrepreneurship and our economy. And I believe there are many changes that need to happen. I also believe that they can and will happen with continued efforts. You and I will be stronger. Our communities will be stronger as we embrace our diversity and strive for equity and inclusiveness. As well, we should celebrate always our history, our rich history, and the arts and culture of our people. Looking back at 2022, healthcare, housing, heating costs, and Hurricane Fiona are just some of the hurdles that we face together. With every challenge, we, there is an opportunity to come together as neighbors and as a community, and we did that helping one another and building a stronger Cumberland North and Maritime region. Healthcare. Healthcare. Without hesitation, I can say more people contacted my office throughout 2022 with issues relating to healthcare more than any other reason. Because access to healthcare services impacts so many of you in our region, it remains to be my number one priority. During this year's legislative sessions, I introduced a total of 20 private member bills relating to healthcare matters. The topics range from ways to improve recruitment efforts for physicians and nurses and other healthcare professionals to recommending changes to diabetic care and improving cancer care. In 2023, I will continue to press the government to adopt these bills and ideas. I am still a registered nurse and healthcare is at the center of my own personal passion to make improvements. That's really what motivated me to put my name on the ballot a few years ago. It continues to be my number one priority. I was happy to be able to help support many people with navigating our healthcare system and helping to remove barriers that stood in the way of accessing the care that they needed and I will continue to do so in the year ahead. Affordability was another a large topic that I worked on in 2022, struggling to afford the basics. I heard from a lot of people in our communities who are struggling to put food on the table, pay rent and heat their homes. Rising home and rent prices, as well as food and heating costs have put a tremendous strain on many of you. I encourage everyone who is eligible to apply for provincial programs that help to offset these costs to do so. I was proud to be one of the many MLAs in the legislature that called on the government to increase the threshold for the heating assistant rebate program so that more families would be eligible to get some relief with their home heating bills, in particular this winter. 
I also called for the government to lower gas taxes and remove bracket creep, but those calls have gone unanswered so far. Locally, we also experienced an increase in the number of people who have no place to call home. You've heard me talk about this many times uh, in the last year during my updates. So many people living unsheltered. But thanks to the work of a dedicated group of volunteers that have been meeting since September the 7th, a temporary winter emergency shelter did open here in Amherst last week. It's the first time ever a dedicated shelter has been available to people in our area. Sadly, earlier this winter, two people in Moncton passed away after sleeping outside in the cold. Having a winter shelter here will help ensure that people in our community are safe. While not a long-term solution, it will provide an opportunity for people using the shelter to get connected with supports ideally, and get back on their feet and find a permanent house to live in. I've had several people contact me asking me where they can bring donations and how they can help. A local nonprofit called Cumberland Homelessness and Housing Support Association are now controlling the operations of the shelter, and I would recommend anyone who's interested in helping to reach out to them through an email, and that email address is projectwets2022 at gmail.com. I'll spell that out. It's project, so P-R-O-J-E-C-T-W-E-T-S-2022 at gmail.com. Of course, if you have any supplies that you want to donate, you're always welcome to drop them off at my office, and I will make sure that they are delivered. There are so many good people in our community that came together that worked on ensuring there was a warm, safe place for people to go to this winter that are living unsheltered. And so many of those good community-minded people will continue to work on future uh, projects and needs in our community, and I look forward to working with them. Our people and our community can achieve whatever we set our minds to. I believe that. And this shelter is just one of one example of that happening. Hurricane Fiona. In late September, Hurricane Fiona caused major damage across the Atlantic region, and unfortunately, Cumberland North was not spared the storm's wrath. After the storm, I traveled across the constituency, meeting with people, also with first responders, utility workers, and members of the Canadian Armed Forces who were deployed to our area to help. The resilience and perseverance of those working to clear debris and repair homes and properties was truly inspirational. Forecasters say severe storms like Fiona are very likely to become more frequent, and for that reason, I continue to press all levels of government to make the necessary investments to repair and secure the Chignecto Isthmus from future damage. As the gateway to Nova Scotia, it is imperative that this vital transportation link is protected from storm damage caused by rising sea levels. So, looking ahead to 2023 and beyond, 2022 marked my first full year as an independent MLA and I remain committed to representing the citizens of Cumberland North to the very best of my ability in 2023 and in the years ahead. Yes, the economy will continue to be a challenge and improvements to our healthcare system will continue to be a work in progress. That said, there are many positives on the horizon. The new North Cumberland Healthcare Center will be opening in Pugwash in this, this spring of 2023, 
and the renovations at the emergency department at Cumberland Regional Healthcare Center in Amherst are almost complete. The next session of the Nova Scotia House of Assembly will convene in February and where I will have the opportunity to raise the concerns of local residents and draw attention to the many contributions that Cumberland North constituents make each and every day to improve our communities. I want to extend my very best wishes to you and your family for a safe and healthy 2023. Let's work together to continue to build prosperous and inclusive communities here in Cumberland North and I believe you and I can do that together. I do want to mention a few birthdays this week. Today, Monday, Krista Shipley, Rod Gilroy and Mustafa Muhammad are celebrating birthdays. On Tuesday the 3rd, Tamara Porter as well as Judy Haynes. On Wednesday the 4th, Janine DeWitt, one of our registered dietitians, as well as Marnie Moreau are celebrating. On Thursday the 5th, Gordon Spicer, on Friday the 6th, Bruce Trenum, Gerald Reed and Trish Atkinson are celebrating. And on Saturday the 7th, Irene Acker is celebrating a happy birthday. So best wishes, happy birthday to anyone else who's celebrating a birthday this week. I would like to extend my sympathies to anyone who has lost a loved one recently, including the family and friends of Carolyn Rasmussen, Gerald Jameson, Jean Irene Long, Barbara Vandenberg, Catherine K. Ripley, Patricia or Pat Langell, and then most recently, we have a loss of a very young mother in the community of Tidnish, Ali Holtoff. And the community right now is in shock and in sadness. And there will be an opportunity, I'm quite sure, for the community to provide some sort of support financial and otherwise, to the children and spouse of Allie. But I want everyone to know I'm thinking of them and extend my sympathies to everyone involved. As I end my MLA update for January the 2nd, I would like to extend my gratitude to those uh, that work and volunteer at CFTA 107.9 who provide an incredible, incredible community service to the people of this area of both Cumberland County and Westmoreland counties. We appreciate uh, all that is done by CFTA 107.9. So happy new year to everyone at CFTA and happy new year to all of you. I hope that some of you are thinking about New Year's resolutions. Of course, the word, you know, the, just the idea of New Year's resolutions brings a lot of uh, negativity as well as positivity. But I was listening to a podcast last week about New Year's resolutions. And one of the points that a psychologist had made is that New Year's resolutions can be an, an effective way to create change. I mean, ultimately, if you set a New Year's resolution uh, out there, you're looking to make a change in your life. And change is not easy. Changing habits are not easy. But one of the points that the psychologist made that I was listening to said that accountability, having accountability is one of the most effective ways of bringing forth change. So if you set uh, out a, a path to make a New Year's resolution for 2023, my advice to you and my advice that I'm taking myself is to have someone in your life that you are accountable to. Let them know what your goals are for 2023. Maybe you have a friend that you can share your goals with with one another 
and then hold each other accountable by meeting on a regular basis, whether it's once a week or once a month, to share updates on how you're doing with that goal. So I'm a big goal setter. Having been in business for 20 years, I loved New Year's. I always had uh, workplace wellness programs and uh, goal setting days at the beginning of every year where I would restate what is my mission, what is my purpose for the business. Uh, we can do the same things for our own personal lives. What is your own personal mission? What is your What are your goals in life? What do you want to achieve? Uh, what, are, what is the foundation of your life? And you know, every week when I share with you my MLA update, I always start with what are my foundation principles and they are truth and justice, determination and dedication, honesty and being a servant leader and all of the work that I do is based on those principles being the foundation of my work and um, then I set the goals of what I'm trying to achieve for you the people of Cumberland North and my staff and I work on these goals and we have planning sessions and we meet and and talk about next steps uh, with the goal uh, of achieving um, all of these items. So you can do that in your own personal life too, uh, personal and or professional. So I encourage uh, New Year's resolutions. I encourage setting new goals for your life that you want to achieve. And we only have this one life. Let's live it and let's do the best that we can. And of course, my goal as your MLA is to help you uh, build the best community, the best town, the best, best region that we can for ourselves to live in as well as our children and our grandchildren. We want to have the strongest uh, communities. So in that spirit, my staff and I will be meeting this week. We'll be looking at the priorities that I had set last year for the Cumberland North area, look at what we've accomplished and what is still on the docket that needs to be done and look at what is our action plan, what, are, what steps are we taking to try to get uh, really good effective results and uh, continue on that journey to accomplish the goals that we have set. So I look forward to an awesome year ahead. Yesterday we had a New Year's levy at the Amherst train station. Jeff Bembridge, uh, one of our most successful and excellent entrepreneurs, uh, he allowed us to use the Amherst train station where we brought in um, many people from our community to celebrate bringing in of a new year. I just love the tradition of levies and I will definitely be looking forward to hosting a New Year's levy next January 1st, 2024. So let's have a great year ahead everyone. Reach out and contact me anytime. My office in Amherst is located at 5 Ratchford Street, uh, open Monday through Friday, 8.30 to 4.30. And of course I have an office in Pugwash as well at the Pugwash Village Hall and you're welcome to make an appointment with me there anytime as well. So my phone number is 902-661-2288. My email address is elizabeth.smith-mccrossan at novascotia.ca and I look forward to working with you and for you in the year ahead. Have a great year everyone and let's get things done.